Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. This is the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio, and I want to welcome you. I'm going to be here with you for the next three hours. I hope you're having a tremendous night. All my folks at home, all my folks at work, my people on the highways, the byways, the roads, the back alleys, on the water, underwater, in the kitchen, in the kitchen. I'm always thinking about food. Anyway, you could be locked in on your local affiliate. You could be tuning in on the free Odyssey app. You could be listening on Sirius XM channel 158 or a smart speaker. I'm glad that you're here. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. And me, I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And Shepard's coming to you live from a New York City. We got three hours to go here on the show. If you missed the first hour, I'm sorry about that. You got three more, so there's plenty of time for you to have a good old time. We started off the show by updating you on LeBron James as he continues to chase Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. LeBron James right now is 63 points away from being the NBA's all-time leading scorer in the regular season. In NBA history, postseason, regular season combined, he already has more points than everybody. He's just trying to break this regular season record. And so the Los Angeles Lakers, they were in Indianapolis tonight taking on the Pacers, and they won barely in a comeback, 112-111. to A matter of fact, just take a listen to the the final play of the game, courtesy of the Lakers radio network. Lakers by one, five seconds remaining. Nebhardt having trouble getting it in, now gets it into heel. Heel trapped in the corner, throws it up. In and out, no good. Rebound, Anthony Davis. The game is over. The Lakers win it. 112-111. Yeah, LeBron James, he was able to finish tonight with 26 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists. Next game for the Los Angeles Lakers, they're going to take on the New Orleans Pelicans down in Louisiana. They have the Oklahoma City Thunder that they're going to host on Tuesday in L.A. And in their next game, is a week from now. The Lakers are going to host the Milwaukee Bucks. And so there's three games. LeBron James needs 63 points. It's it's a reality that he, one game he might give you 40, another game he might give you 25, and boom, he has the record. Or he could sit in 20 range. And, you know, I think I think he'll do it Thursday. And not because he's going to be twiddling his thumbs trying to you know, well, let me let me only get 20 this day, and you know, I get 30 this day, and I'll do it halfway through the game against the Bucks. 
I, I don't know if he's just going to go back-to-back 30s, but he's LeBron James. If he wants the record on Tuesday, then he'll go out there and do it. And so let's see what takes place with LeBron James and when he breaks uh, Kareem's record. Last hour, we also updated you on the NBA All-Star Reserves. Unfortunately, some of the dudes who, who missed out, you might want to say they were snubbed. Uh, there is no Trey Young in the East, uh, despite 27 points, 10 assists. I think it's because the Hawks are, are pretty, pretty mediocre, disappointing this season. Uh, no James Harden. He has 11 assists and 21 points a game. Joel Embiid was named as a reserve, so I think that's why Harden didn't make it. Uh, Siakam is having a good year, but the Raptors suck. Uh, Brunson didn't make it because I guess Julius Randle did. And some of your all-star reserves, I mentioned Embiid, Randle, uh, Jalen Brown, Bam Adebayo, DeMar DeRozan. Eh, I can do without him. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, congratulations to him and Drew Holiday. On the West, you got John Morant, Laurie Markinen, DeMontis Sabonis, Gilgis Alexander, Paul George, Jaron Jackson Jr. made it, and Damian Lillard. No De'Aaron Fox, uh, even though the Kings are currently slotted in at number three. And then right before we went to break, we just talked about how the Empire State Building in New York is going to continue trolling uh, New Yorkers by just celebrating every sports team imaginable. So, yes, if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, uh, the Empire State Building will be lit up in green and white for all of New York City to see. And I think everybody in New York, ultimately, they'll get over it. But speaking of the Eagles, I I thought by now the team would have garnered some type of respect. The coaching staff... uh, Howie Roseman, who deserved to get beat to a pulp, and and now the team has turned around. They're, they're right back in the Super Bowl after a, a turnaround and contract extensions and, and terrible draft picks. Hi, Jalen Rager. And they're right back here in the Super Bowl. But their second-year head coach, Nick Sirianni, you know, he's he's kind of been picked apart since the day he was selected to be their new head coach. He's now two seasons uh, two seasons under his belt, I should say. And we know when Nick Sirianni got the job, he was, he was made fun of from day one. This was his introductory press conference where all he did was stumble all over himself. Listen. Next thing that's very important to me is that we build a smart football team, that we have a smart football team here. And I know we have the, the people in place to do that. The first part of that, the first part of being smart is knowing what to do. We're gonna, we're gonna know, we're gonna have systems in place that are easier to learn. All right, complicated to the defense or offense that they're going against, or the special teams group they're going against, but easy for us to learn. Because when we can put that, because we when we can learn our system and we can get good at our system, then our talent can take over. Okay. As you can imagine, even here, we, we made fun of him here for that. You can't make fun of him now because of what he's accomplished. I mean, in his first year as head coach, first full season for Jalen Hurts as well, taking over the year before at the end of the season from Carson Wentz, the Eagles went 9-8. and eight. They went to the playoffs, and they lost to the Buccaneers. This year, they went 14-3, and three, and they're staring at a Super Bowl. Nick Sirianni has been very open 
about utilizing that press conference with his own players as like a teaching moment. Yeah, yeah, even even I sucked and I can do better, and we all can. And I don't think any of the Eagles care. Why would they? Howie Roseman has done a great job putting together an excellent group of, of talent. The defensive backs that he was able to get over the past year, absolutely amazing. Bradbury from the Giants, uh, Gardner Johnson from the Saints. You already got Slay. You, you're picking up Hassan Reddick to destroy quarterbacks. He just destroyed Brock Purdy. You got a bunch of vets who are having amazing bounce-back careers from, from injuries. Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, uh, Hargrave having a career year, Josh Sweat. It's like the rising tide lifts all boats. Eagles having a damn good season. And if Nick Sirianni was a bum-ass coach, we would have heard about it by now. Someone who thinks he is along for the ride, and I guess not contributing, is Julian Love. Defensive back for the rival New York Giants. He was on Good Morning Football this morning. And he's on television. Julian Love is not going to the Super Bowl. The New York Giants were punched and smacked right out of the postseason by, I don't know, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. And Julian Love is watching just like everybody else. Except for he believes Nick Sirianni, he can thank all of his vets and not his coaching. Listen to this from this morning. You know, he's a guy who really is doing a great job because he's not getting his in the way of his team. He has an experienced roster uh, from top to bottom, offense, defense. You see this stuff, though? Like, like what's your reaction as a player and that guy's doing that? I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I mean, he's, he's in for a free ride right now. You guys can coach this team. Oh, he, they were referring to Nick Sirianni mugging for the camera uh, during that beatdown. Can, can we say that about any coach, though? I get it. He's throwing a shot at him. But I, I believe even if you were to ask Julian Love, he would tell you, yeah, Nick Sirianni, he's, he has a job to do. He's doing it. We do have coaches who can be a disaster. We do have coaches who can have a group of talent and coach them right into the toilet. At minimum, Nick Sirianni has provided a stable environment. Uh, he's brought on, on, on coaches, uh, Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon, a uh, young crew that people can respect. Why are we always got to kick the coach? Somebody called last night and was just, and I, I don't even get it. I, I think people live in an alternate universe. Somebody called last night and goes, Tom Brady had all of that success because of Bill Belichick. Like, what are you saying? Somebody else will call and then they'll go, Bill Belichick only had that success because of Tom Brady. It's amazing to me that people can operate on two completely, two total opposite ends of the spectrum. How about it's a team? The talent on the field is absolutely important to anybody's success. The coach's success and the team's success. The coach's job is to best utilize and organize that talent to move forward. 
And so why can't we give a coach and the players the credit that they do? You're not going to find a successful head coach if he's coaching three garbage cans. It's not going to happen. And just because you have all the talent in the world doesn't mean that a coach is going to be able to come through and organize all of the egos and the talent. And that doesn't mean that's going to happen either. Team. Yeah, let me see if I can spell it. Kind of rusty. T-E-A-M. And I get it because the Empire State Building told me so. The New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles, they they got a rivalry. They got beef. The Empire State Building doesn't even like the New York Giants right now. They're going with the Eagles. But you don't got to throw shots. And the New York Giants are doing a, a lot of talking for a team that's not even in the postseason anymore. Julian Love is on television telling everybody Nick Sirianni, who's going to be coaching in the Super Bowl, His veterans are just, they're carrying him. You have Kayvon Thibodeau who's who's crapping on the 49ers while he's at home watching. The New York Giants had a damn good year, given their talent, given their inexperienced head coach, who also did a good job in Brian Dayball. But sometimes, man, y'all got to shut up. You know, I would love Nick Sirianni, and he won't do it because he's a leader. He's the coach. It'd be cool if Nick Sirianni responded to him and said, hey, man, enjoy watching the Super Bowl. He doesn't have to because his own players will do that. Brandon Graham, quarterback destroyer. Tom Brady destroyer also. He responded to Julian Love. He basically told him, Ah, yeah, you you just mad you watching at home. People always got something to say when they're at home. They got some stuff to think about, so I ain't really going to touch too much on it. I just know that Coach Sirianni, uh, it don't matter what he did last year with a team that, you know, nobody thought was going to do much. You know, he ended up getting us to the playoffs. And then for his second year, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get better. You're supposed to bring players in to get – uh, to do exactly what you need him to do, and we did that. I mean, he say anybody can coach the uh, this team. It's like, man, it don't matter uh, because at the end of the day, it's on your GM and your president and pe- uh, people to be able to bring guys in and sign guys and have people want to come to this organization. So, I mean, man, it's a whole bunch of different factors other than just him talking about Coach Sirianni. Uh, it's just, you know, a lot of people just mad because of what happened this season. I understand, but... Yeah, it, I mean, it definitely carried no weight because, I mean, coach proved itself each and every day. I'm all good for a little trash talk. Why are the, why are the New York Giants, why is Kayvon Thibodeau making fun of the 49ers? Why is Julian Love, who most people don't even know who the hell he is, why is Julian Love? making fun of the Eagles coach. What have either one of these guys accomplished in the NFL or talk trash? Nothing. Hey, Shep, what are the numbers here? The Eagles and the Giants? 
How do the numbers even out for this year? Well, this is a worse beating than varsity versus freshman, JR. The Eagles this season has outscored the New York, as we always say, football giants. And I would remove the football in this particular instance. The Eagles outscored the Giants this season 108-45. to The Giants got lucky with a first-round opponent. The Eagles have steamrolled their way through every single NFC opponent. And all the Giants care about right now is winning the back pages. Show up, beat them on the field, and keep your mouth shut because you've gotten your ass kicked on the field. That's all I know about when it comes to the New York Giants, JR. What is what is what is the score? What is the accumulative score again? So they have outscored the Eagles. Uh, I should say the Eagles have outscored the Giants. 108 to 45 this year. And remember. Wait, what, wait, no, no, no. What's the number again? 108. To 45, obviously a 3-0 and record if you're the Eagles, and everyone was saying the Giants are going to get them this time around because no one beats a divisional rival in foe three times in a row. That did not prove to be the case. No, you, you're, missing, you're missing the main thing here, Shep. What's the score one more time? The Eagles have outscored the Giants 108-45 to in a, from a point differential perspective. Now, if you're talking just wins and losses, they, they're 3-0 and no, against no, them we this don't year. Need, no, 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 right. don't need all that crap. Got it. That's it. There's nothing else there. Yeah. You have gotten smacked this season, 108 to 45. Correct. We don't need to do subtraction. We don't need to know. 108 to 45, one team is going to the Super Bowl. You're watching at home. Shut up. Yeah. That's, that's all it boils down to. And, JR, the only reason why it's 108-45 and not like 150-20 to 20 is because that was the warm-up game for Jalen Hurts and him coming back after being out for two games. Yeah, they didn't want to run him out there. They didn't have him running around. Exactly. Like, sometimes leave well enough alone. And, and Brian Dayball, he is a first-year head coach, and he's a damn good one. He lets his guys – get a piece of his mind. He's he's very uh, animated on the sidelines. He's yelling at his dudes. He's, he's letting them know how he feels. I would be shocked if this wasn't a point of emphasis when next season gets underway. Don't start smelling your own you-know-what. Shut up and put your heads down. Let's accomplish something first. You think because we went to the playoffs, you guys can just pop off? Like, how about you do something first? How about we win something? That's the worst. Just, it's a simple word or two words. Shut up. (laughs) It's a damn shame that that Nick Sirianni, and I'm sure he doesn't care. He's like, man, I'm going to go coach in the Super Bowl. I don't care what uh, the... The fourth cornerback. I don't care what the fourth cornerback on the Giants thinks. This is dumb. Good luck to Nick Sirianni in the Super Bowl. For the New York Giants, I I, I just, I can't wait for Brian Dayball to tell them this as well. Shut up. Give Nick Sirianni some respect while you sit down and watch the Super Bowl at home, just like all of us. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. The phone lines are open. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. What do you think about these these chatty New York Giants? What do you think about uh, Nick Sirianni? He deserves some credit. He deserves some respect 
for what he's done. You just don't go to the Super Bowl just because you got great players. You have to bring in great talent. You have to coach great talent. You have to bring in great coaches to help you manage the talent. Give this guy some respect. I'll take some of your phone calls. I'm going to give you an update on the flirtation between Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. We got a lot to do here on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show. Boy, that's the story of my life. No respect. I no respect. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey man, thank you for having me, man. Enjoy your show, man. I've been I've been tuned in for about a month, man. I've been locked in. So I would appreciate your work, man. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. And I appreciate you listening. You know, right before we went to break, we were talking about beef. The Philadelphia Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. They're gonna worry about the Kansas City Chiefs. And for whatever reason, this week, we we got two New York Giants who have been eliminated from the playoffs, destroyed and pushed out now, going on two weeks by the Eagles. This morning, Julian Love, a cornerback for the New York Giants, was on Good Morning Football on the NFL Network, and he was talking about how Nick Sirianni is basically on a free ride right now because of all of the talent that Howie Roseman has put there together. As long as he stays out of the way of the veterans, uh, the Eagles will be fine. He's on a free ride. Uh, We had Kayvon Thibodeau, defensive end, tackle here for the New York Giants. He was talking crap about the 49ers after they were eliminated. It's like, what what are we doing here? Whatever happened to putting your head down and just going to work and, and coming back better next season for yourself? You got to insult the, the, the Super Bowl contenders, the NFC champs. Like, what'd they do to you besides smack you up? And there's nothing wrong with a little bit of joshing back and forth and giving somebody crap. But it's like the Giants haven't accomplished anything to even have the right to do so. Give Nick Sirianni a break. Nobody's running around calling him Bill Belichick. Nobody's calling him uh, Vince Lombardi. The man has done a good job in his first two years. He's been to the playoffs two consecutive years. He's gotten better. The team has improved. What what else do you want from the guy? Give him a damn break. 855-212-4CBS. Kristen is here from California. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, JR. How are you? I'm amazing. What's on your mind, Kristen? Um, I'm good. So I'm actually born and raised in philadelphia i just moved out here to california a few years ago but i just wanted to call in after i heard what you were talking about and man it's just it's just the same thing every year it doesn't matter how good of a coach we have how good of a team we have somebody always finds a reason to like talk down on us and we just don't get the respect that we deserve but you know what i just want to tell everybody that's fine Like, we actually thrive on that stuff. You can keep hating on us all you want, hate on our coach. The only reason the players from the New York Giants are talking smack on us 
is because they weren't ready to go home. They don't have anything better to do, just like their city is lighting up their tower, our color green, because they're so starved for a championship. So they have to use our colors, and that's the only reason why everyone is hating on us. And, oh, Nick Sirianni, oh, he's getting too emotional on the sidelines or whatever. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with getting excited for the team that you're coaching doing well and getting into a Super Bowl? You know, we had a lot of years, and I love Andy Reid. I love him. But he was a coach that showed no emotion on the sidelines. So now we have a coach that is showing some kind of excitement. So now people have a problem with that, too. And it's just always something. But it doesn't matter because we're going to the Super Bowl. So people can hate all that they want. Okay. And they can say whatever they want. And Nick Sirianni's just along for the ride or whatever. And we do have good players. But in order for all those players to play well together, you need a good leader in the locker room. So Nick Sirianni is obviously doing something right. Oh, good, good, good luck to your Eagles. Okay, good luck, Kristen. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for calling from California. Oh, she was on it. She, she's ready. She was on it. I don't know about uh, New York Giant fans being jealous of Eagle fans, though. I mean, it's been some rough going for the New York Giants over the past several years. They got, they got four Super Bowls in comparison to the Eagles. One. Eagles are trying to get to two. It's going to be funny when uh, they both go out there and just uh, pass them Dallas Cowboys. But that's a different conversation for another day. A matter of fact, speaking of beef, and this took place last night, right before I went on air, Donovan Mitchell and Dylan Brooks were both ejected uh, from the Cleveland Cavaliers' victory over Memphis in Cleveland tonight. The final score was 128-113. to Donovan Mitchell was having a poor shooting uh, night. He was 2 of 11 from the field. He only scored six points. He drove to the basket. He was fouled by Dylan Brooks. And then Dylan Brooks, they both fouled. And Donovan Mitchell was kind of standing up over him. And nothing, nothing aggressive or assertive. And while Dylan Brooks was on the ground, Instead of putting both hands on the ground to get up off of the ground, he decided to kind of just, this is some air quotes, blindly swing into the groin of Donovan Mitchell. He tried to, he hit the guy in between the legs. Donovan Mitchell falls. He throws the ball at him, and then he gets up and he charges towards Dylan Brooks. They're hugging, they're they're shoving and hugging, and people are trying to break it up. Uh, one of the Grizzlies coaches tackles Dylan Brooks to, to, to kind of break things up, and they both get thrown out of the game. Now tell me if you've ever heard of Dylan Brooks being involved in an altercation. Yeah, it was only a few weeks ago that he was, you know, yelling obscenities at Shannon Sharp. Whether or not Shannon Sharp deserved it or not, is it shocking that it's Dylan Brooks? Uh, you remember the playoffs last season? Dylan Brooks ejected, talking crap against the Golden State War. Who is Dylan Brooks? He's a good player. He's an irritant. But he's also now known for talking more crap than anybody. Win something first. He's like Draymond Green without winning. He's a pain in the ass. I don't know who's more disliked in the NBA right now. Is it Grayson Allen? Is it Dylan Brooks? And I I know we weren't going to have punches thrown. 
Donovan Mitchell could have hit him with a haymaker if he wanted to, and I would have loved to see it. Sorry. But there ain't no more punching in the league anymore. Grayson Allen, Grayson Allen needs to get punched, and so does Dylan Brooks. Donovan Mitchell actually just spoke to the media uh, about this altercation, and he basically called out Dylan Brooks for, for being a punk. Listen to this. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's just who he is. You know, we've seen it a, we've seen it a bunch in this league with him. Um, him and I have had our personal battles for years. Quite frankly, I've been busting his ass for years. Um, playoffs, regular season, and the one game he does a high job on me today. You know, he decides to do something like that, and you know, that's, there's no place in that in the game. And you know, you got to protect yourself at the end of the day. But this has been brewing for years with me, with other guys in the league, and we, you all see it. You know, it's not something that this is this isn't new. You know, tonight was just the end of it, but. It's tough when you can't guard somebody and can't do something with somebody. You got to resort to that, and that's what he's done to a lot of players. You know, I, I off the top of my head, I think it's like Damon and, and Steph. He, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. That's what you resort to, and that's cool. But lineups be drawn, and the NBA has to do something about it. Because, like I said, I'm not the only person this has happened to. Um, there's no place for that in this game, and you know, like I said, I, I took matters into my own hands. But at the end of the day, like you know, it ain't it. Yeah, you can't go around punching people in the groin. Hey, Shep, if you're upset at somebody, you just randomly punch, punch them in the groin. You don't do that. No, uh, and you definitely don't do it when you're playing is doing the talking. And, and it's a shame that Dylan finally seemed to get Donovan to play somewhat normal. And he's got to spoil it with this nonsense. He's better than this. The Memphis Cruisers no, no, don't need not. this. He's he better than punching he, a, goy in, a guy in he's, a crotch? He's, no, he's, he's Because Dylan Brooks has talent. And he's had it's talent. Too, but basically. he's a jerk. See, but that, but that, but you know what? He's the Memphis Grizzlies jerk, and they love him there. And he's been there for a while now. He's been there longer than Ja. He's been there longer than Jaron. And it's a shame that he has to resort to this BS. And it drives me crazy with the likes of Draymond Green. And it just these guys are better than this. They're high IQ players. They don't need to resort to this BS that they do at recreational YMCA league games when you're 60 plus years old and you can't go up and down a floor. Yeah, they don't. They don't need to. But he's a jerk. He doesn't need to be though. That's the unfortunate thing. Well, some people just are jerks. They don't. Who needs to be a jerk? Nobody, but he is. God, they're making the New York Giants look good right now. Oh, he needs to get punched in the head too. Well, you believe Grayson Allen's number one on that list, but yes, Dylan's not far behind. Oh no, no. What what the NBA needs at every game, <laughs> they need to have like a steel cage from the scorers, uh, the jumbotron. Yeah. And then when, when fights break out, they need to lower the cage, and they need to allow them to fight like hockey guys do. So they got to do Patrick Beverly versus the ref who he showed the camera to. They got to do Grayson Allen versus anyone else. And then they got to do Dylan Brooks versus Shannon Sharp. No, so uh, Grayson Allen should fight Udonis Haslam. That's not going to go well. Dylan Brooks should fight Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka, you, you've said this. Serge Ibaka will actually land this. Oh, no. Serge Ibaka is not to be played with. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I know, I know, Serge. He is not to be played with. You leave that man alone. What happened to his career, by the way? Speaking of a guy not to be played with, uh, Serge, he he can't move the way that he used. He's fallen off the face of the earth. I know he's still in the NBA, but he's getting no playing time these days. I just I just told you what happened. Right. I'm not going to tell that to him. Got it. He's he's on the bench right now for the Bucks, but he ain't listening. But that's what happened. He can't move. He he can move in the post, but he's not moving laterally. Yes, and Presti's still living that down. Used to move and and block shots. He he can't move, so there you have it. Dunk contest is a long time ago. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. 
I'm going to get some more of your calls. Uh, we've said a lot. Punk-ass guys in the NBA and, and punk-ass guys in the NFL, people talking trash for no reason. So talking trash, I'm going to let you hear from Aaron Rodgers. He had some interesting words today while playing golf about his future. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, JR. Pleasure to speak to you. Uh, you know, I just recently discovered your show a few weeks ago and, and just got to tell you that you've got a very uh, easy listening style. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. I try to keep things easy, I try my best. It doesn't mean I, I'm going to succeed all the time. It doesn't mean I'm going to be successful, but I'm I'm trying. That's the most I could do, right? 855-212-4CBS. I want to share with you some words today from Aaron Rodgers, a little jokey joke about where he will not play football. I want to have a conversation with you about the the poor officiating in the NFL, the NBA, and and Major League Baseball, we got a lot to do. We got full phone lines right now as well. And so I want to go ahead and uh, have a good chat with some of you all. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go ahead and talk to uh, Makius from Maryland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? Hey, Jay. How are you doing? Long time I'm good. Follow. Go ahead. Yeah, this uh, I saw that Julian loved this. It's like I had to call in, man. Uh, I think he's doing a great job. You know, you know, he got a great roster, and I think half the battle is just not overcomplicating anything. You know, got a great line, great running game. You know, he's a great leader, great personality. And I think, I think he deserves credit, man. Oh, absolutely. But I don't think you go to a Super Bowl with a team. I agree with you, and just and just stink the join up. He needs a little bit more than a pat on the back. Nobody's saying that he is reinventing the game. Nobody is saying he's one of the best coaches, but he's certainly done a good job, and he deserves what he's he's getting, and that's a, an opportunity to win a Super Bowl. Manny is calling from Flushing, Queens. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hello. What's up, brother? How you doing? I'm good, Manny. Go ahead. Man, I don't know what the hell is going on right now. Everybody's talking, talking, but they can't do a damn thing. New York Giants and the Memphis Grizzlies is one of them. I mean – Listen, I'm a Giants fan, but but the, but the Giants need to let it go. The Eagles, I mean, y'all should be worried about yourself because listen, the, I mean, and, and since since winning that Super Bowl, the the Giants made the playoffs twice and didn't do a damn thing. The Eagles did, uh, and they won a Super Bowl, and, they, and I'm hoping and they may win the next one this Sunday. I mean, in a couple of Sundays from now. I mean, and also, uh, I'm glad you brought up the. The Dylan Brooks and Dobbin Mitchell thing. I mean, and Dylan Brooks is an agitator. I'm just glad that somebody really knocked the hell out of him and Dobbin Mitchell. I'm not advocating violence, but Dobbin Mitchell is basically telling, yo, man, I'm from New York. We don't play like that crap here. Okay. Because I'll okay. knock your ass down. Well, he, he had a chance. He had a chance to hit him. He didn't. 
Donovan Mitchell had a clear chance at swinging and connecting. And Dylan Brooks had a great chance to hit him, too. They didn't want to fight. If you're a fan of The Simpsons, I I don't know which group of old people it was. Maybe it was uh, not Smithers. Maybe it was Smithers. What's that old guy's name? Is it Mr. Burns? Anyway, it's Shep. Is Mr. Burns? He's, He's like the mayor, right? What? No, the mayor's Mayor Quimby. No. Oh. No, Mr. Burns is the richest guy who. Oh owns yeah, because it's Moe's the bartender. Yeah, Mr. No, Mr. Burns right. owns the nuclear power plant. Moe is the bartender. But there was a scene in The Simpsons where just two old guys were fighting, and their version of fighting was literally just like flapping their hands at each other because they're old, and that's that's like what we got tonight. Like we saw the extension of hands and a little bit of tussling. We didn't even see one guy slap another. If Donovan Mitchell slapped this man in the face, I would have laughed. It would have been hilarious. I'm not an advocate for violence, but it would have been funny to me. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS. Dwayne is here from South Carolina. Hey, JR. I'm going to shout out to my coach, uh, coach uh, Mike Tomlin. Uh, I'm the one that he don't get no type of credit that like he should get. Um, 15 uh, winning season eight uh, without how many streaks in the uh, NFL right now that coaches have won uh, consecutively. And besides, GMs in Pittsburgh don't pay their players, so few of them players left because of the money. And Tom the coach worked what he had to work with. But my thing is that now he don't get the love that he should. Yeah, the other ones who made the playoffs this year, kudos to them. But I'm saying at the same time, the man has deserved what he should have gotten. Have you ever been um, coach of the year? Oh, Mike Tomlin? No, I don't believe so, no. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. We can shout to everybody else, but my coach is um, coach from Pittsburgh, not because he's back, because what he endure during the time he'd been in the NFL with no type of um, – um, other than he won the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, people are going to recognize yeah, you then. Well, but no, uh, losing uh, season. Uh, well, no, Dwayne, he has not. I'll agree with you. For people, and I really feel that that comes mainly from Steeler fans. You have a, a group of Steeler fans who take the approach of, oh, my God, Mike Tomlin needs to go. So I don't I don't think uh, the majority of America feels that way. Yeah, Mike Tomlin is underrated, but his ass ain't playing now either. They'll be fine. They'll get back. 855-212-4CBS. Lee is here from San Diego. What's up, Lee? Hey, JR. Enjoying What's your show tonight, man. Thanks. Appreciate you taking my call. Sure. Hey, I agree these athletes, they deserve all the money they can get. But I think the point my man Matt in San Diego was trying to make, and I'm going to try and finish it, is that these guys, uh, these salaries in sports, I don't know, the ticket prices are going up, and if it continues to go up and with no cap, they're alienating fans that would be able to go to games, and now they can't go to games. Um well, that, that wasn't the point that he, I don't think you clarified his point at all. I think his point was very clear. I think the point that you're making is a, is a separate one. 
And yes, there are many fans who are already alienated about the price and cost of going to a game. And ultimately, at some point, I, I believe it won't be soon, maybe later, uh, those numbers might crash. You know, this is not a business that, that's foolproof. There might reach a time where people don't show up because of the cost. And um, I, I think we're a way to get there. But his point and what you said are two different things. I wouldn't even try to piggyback on what he said. Well, all I have left is my Padres, and I, I wish I could afford to go to a game, and I just can't because, uh, I mean, I love sports, and I love San Diego, and I just got my Padres, man. Okay. Well, I, I hope they are on the up and up. They certainly are. Maybe a shortstop will stop. Uh, what do you do, get a dirty haircut now, what he did? Yeah, steroid using dirty haircut. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Ron is here from Atlanta. What's up, Ron? What's going on, Jr.? How are you, man? Go ahead, quickly. Hey, all right, quickly. Last year, we spoke around this time when Atlanta was going after Deshaun Watson. And after that fell through, I said, hey, Jr., what about Lamar Jackson? What if that contract doesn't go through? And Atlanta goes after Lamar Jackson. And you called me crazy. You said it would never happen. They haven't franchise tagged him. They haven't done anything. They haven't given that guy any type of guaranteed money. And now Atlanta are, is two of the, the teams that are going to actually be in play to be able to actually get Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that's, do that's you accurate. Think now, do you think now? Because now I'm hearing other morning shows and other places talking about like, hey, Lamar Jackson to Atlanta. It's a possibility. And you called me crazy, man. Come on. Yeah, I called you crazy, as you mentioned, last year. And one thing yeah. that I did one thing that I, I would never say is use the word never. It's not in my vocabulary when it comes down to sports. And so obviously things have changed in a year's time. Lamar Jackson has been right. hurt, didn't finish another year completely. And the possibility is more likely this year than it was last year because he's actually a free agent right now. The circumstances right. and this that, year. That's what oh, I was slow ta- down. I was ta- Stop. I was, talking about, I was talking about after. Like, I- no, you're not. Hold on. I'll put you on hold. You hear the music, that means be quiet. I'll get you on the other side on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.